Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. For Amazon, the coronavirus has largely been a boon. Sales are up. So is the company's share price, which has grown by more than 60% since early March. But the pandemic has also put a spotlight on how the company treats its employees, particularly those who work in its warehouses. Is Amazon doing enough to keep these employees safe from the virus or from workplace injuries? Is it paying them enough? And should Amazon's workers form a union? The company has emphatically opposed union activism before, and it still does so, at least according to a memo which describes a system that allows Amazon to track the threat of union activity in its facilities around the world. Jason Del Rey, a senior correspondent here at Recode, recently got a hold of that memo, and he's here to talk about it. Hey, Jason. Hey, Teddy. So tell me about this. What, where does the memo come from? What does it say? So the memo, which I got to look at, and uh, also my colleague, Shireen Ghaffari, It's dated February of 2020, and it talks about plans to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in a new software system that would allow the company, its HR and security teams, to better analyze and visualize a whole host of threats to the company and its employees around the globe. There are many types of threats listed in the memo that are related to things that don't have to do with unionization. So, you know, keeping track of dangerous weather events around the globe or political or other types of protests that might, you know, put employees at risk. But about half of the uh, data points related to, to company threats have to do with either union activity specifically or other types of factors that might lead employees to want to unionize. So these are things like safety incidents at warehouses or employee lawsuits. And why would unions pose a quote-unquote threat to Amazon's operations in the first place? That's a good question. Um, So I'm going to take a quick step back, which is there are a lot of big retailers that oppose unions. Um, Amazon's not alone. I want to make that clear. Uh, Walmart has probably been the most notorious union-busting retailer uh, over the last few decades. But for Amazon specifically, um, there's a couple of reasons why they they oppose it. One is, you know, they say, we treat our employees very well, good pay, and we need a direct line of communication. It'll slow us down. Mm-hmm. What that really means, though, is, you know, and this is according to former Amazon executives, the company's really afraid of unions pushing them to change the way workers work in a way that the company would be able to do less. Um, said another way, Amazon pushes its employees inside its warehouses really, really hard. They have high quotas. And so there is a fear that 
and Amazon would call it, you know, flexibility, that that flexibility would go away. Uh, translation, you know, they maybe wouldn't be able to push their employees as hard as they do today. And so if you're a company that prides yourself on same day delivery, next day delivery, you know, anywhere in the world, basically, and a behind the scenes, that's because you're working your employees so hard and, you know, their quotas are so high. Yeah, a union is something that you'd fear. I want to bring it back to this document. I mean, what does this suggest you've uncovered about the way the company is handling this activism? Yeah, it's been known for a long time Amazon opposes unions. Um, in Europe, some employees are part of unions, but no U.S. warehouse facility has ever been unionized uh, at Amazon. Uh, so, th- so it's not a surprise they're against it. What is what is now clear is that Amazon has a very high tech way to track what they consider this threat, and you know that matters because you know there's more and more scrutiny of Amazon's labor practices, and so if they are using tons of data and investing, you know. Uh, full-time employees and hundreds and thousands of dollars just on this, you know, new tracking software alone, it means they're going to continue to fight, fight, fight against unionization. And the bigger picture, Amazon is the second biggest private sector employer in the U.S., only after Walmart. So it's a big deal. Um, and now we have the document that lays out in Amazon's own words what they're doing to stop this possibility. And and taking a step back here, what else do we know about how Amazon is dealing with this new bout of employee activism? So during the pandemic, um, you know, a huge story was, uh, was the company keeping their warehouse employees uh, safe enough uh, when it comes to exposure to the virus? In a bunch of different facilities, the Amazon employees led uh, protests or walkouts. You know, these weren't thousands of employees, but these were, you know, dozens at a time to say either A, the, some of the precautions came too late or B, they were executed unevenly or just, you know, people in one warehouse were not seeing the same protections that, you know, someone, you know, a state over or a city over were seeing. And in the wake of that, Amazon fired at least a half dozen both corporate and warehouse employees who had in some way either led or participated in such activism around worker conditions. And in every case, Amazon said these people violated XYZ company policy um, along the way. Mm-hmm. One example was, you know, uh, in New York City, a gentleman named Christian Smalls was fired and co- Amazon said, he had come back to the facility when he was supposed to be on paid quarantine because he was exposed to a colleague who had COVID. Um, but in all those cases, the actual employees said, we don't believe that. We believe we were, we were fired for our vocal activism. And so, um, labor unions and labor activists, um, really latched on to these firings. You know, we wrote about corporate employees being really upset because um, a, a bunch of them viewed this as silencing of of dissent. Mm-hmm. And since then, you know, specifically over the last month or two, there have been a, a couple other revelations that have shined a light on on how Amazon thinks of activism. One is that Amazon posted a couple of job uh, postings for 
quote unquote intelligence analysts. And part of their job was to look at and spy on unionization efforts. Um, Amazon took those postings down and said they were a mistake after there was media coverage and a lot of backlash from labor groups. And then just right before we got our hands on this document that we're, we wrote about, Amazon employees discovered that its HR team was surveilling employee group emails. Um, and these, these were dozens and dozens of email groups. Amazon said, you know, it was sort of surveilling them to get employee feedback. But many of the people inside these groups told us that they felt like they were being spied on. Some of these email groups focused on activism. Other groups were dedicated toward conversations among employees who were from underrepresented uh, racial groups at the company. And so uh, it's sort of been a steady drumbeat of revelations showing just how seriously or how closely Amazon is tracking and trying to get in front of activism at the company. What does Amazon say about all of this? So we know what they say behind the scenes with these documents we've seen. What they say on the record to a, a reporter like me is, you know, I'll just re- read a little bit, which is uh, the company respects employees' right to join, form, or not to join a labor union or other lawful organization without fear of retaliation, intimidation, or harassment. And so that's that's what we have on the record. Um, what we know, though, is they have a strong belief that A, their employees don't need union representation, and B, we know for sure that they see this as a threat to their business. Jason Del Rey is a senior correspondent here at Recode. You can read more of his work at recode.net. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Teddy.